Welcome to Dreamful Podcast, bedtime stories for slumber. I would like to start off this episode by thanking our newest Patreon supporters, Dave Thomas, Andrea Okeda, and Barbara Carton McMahon. Thank you all so much, and I hope you have the sweetest of dreams. If you find value in Dreamful and would also like to contribute to the show, please visit dreamfulstories.com where you can find info about the show and on the support page, there's a link to become a Patreon subscriber. Patreon members get access to bonus episodes, of which there are now 30, and perks like voting on future episodes, holographic stickers, giveaways, and behind-the-scenes extras. I know I've mentioned it on the show before, but I really love all kinds of puzzles. So I was so happy when Unidragon sponsored the show. Unidragon creates vibrant wooden jigsaw puzzles that are just as challenging as they are beautiful. Zoning out and putting one together feels like a meditation exercise. Each puzzle is a different theme, and the detail that goes into them is spectacular. I have the emanating raccoon puzzle, and even the actual puzzle pieces are shaped like little woodland animals. It is so stunning. I think my next one might be the whales, or the unicorn, or the fox, or maybe I'll just have to get the entire collection. Unidragon is giving Dreamful listeners 10% off their puzzles until August 1st, 2021. Go to tinyurl.com slash unidragon or search for Unidragon on Amazon and use code DREAMFUL at checkout for 10% off your order. This discount is only valid on Amazon.com, and I have put a link in the show notes. There are so many things that can affect sleeping habits, and mental health is definitely one of them. That's why this episode is proudly sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs with a quick and comprehensive survey and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours in a safe and private online environment with the convenience of skipping an uncomfortable waiting room. Send a message to your counselor anytime and receive timely and thoughtful responses, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions. This service is available for clients worldwide, and you can find a licensed professional counselor that specializes in your specific needs, whether that be depression, sleeping, family conflicts, trauma, and much more. Best of all, it's more affordable than offline counseling and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. As a listener of Dreamful, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com dreamful. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp. Help spelled H E lp.com slash dreamful Each month in the year 2021, we will be exploring the history and mythos behind some of the most famous constellations. This is the sixth episode of the constellation series, Gemini the Twins. So, snuggle up in your blankets and have sweet dreams.
in the northern celestial hemisphere is the constellation of Gemini. Gemini lies along the ecliptic, the path of the sun amongst the constellations, which makes it visible to both the northern and southern hemispheres. Within this constellation is the origination point of the Geminids meteor shower, whose brilliant meteors are caused by Palladian asteroid, one of the only showers not caused by a comet. Gemini contains nine stars with planets of their own, and the first deep sky object ever photographed by the Hubble Space Telescope, the Eskimo Nebula, a planetary nebula with the remains of the star visible near the center. It is called the Eskimo Nebula due to the fact that the nebula resembles a face surrounded by a fur parka. The ancient Babylonians saw the constellation as the great twins, fully armed warriors who would travel to and from the underworld and guard the entranceway to the realm of the ancestors. They were believed to protect the world from evil beings who would use the portal to bring plague and disease to Earth. The two brightest stars in Gemini are Castor and Pollux, aptly named for the twins that make many appearances in Greek mythology. In this story, the Spartan queen had given birth to twin boys, Castor and Pollux. Though they were twins, Castor was mortal, and Pollux was a demigod, for they were also children of Zeus. The two boys grew up to be quite different, yet inseparable. Castor becomes a renowned horse master, and Pollux makes a name for himself as a boxer. Together, they rise to the occasion when called upon to assist in hunting the Caledonian boar, a monster which had been sent by Artemis to ravage the region of Caledon. King Oneus of Caledon had forgotten to include the goddess in his offerings during the annual harvest sacrifices. Insulted, Artemis let loose a dreadful boar with bloodshot fiery eyes whose throat would open with lightning that scorched the earth. The boar rampaged through the countryside, destroying vineyards and crops until it was at last vanquished by the many heroes that came to the king's aid. Later, Jason enlists them to join the Argonauts in the quest for the Golden Fleece. During this time, Pollux took part in a boxing contest and defeated the previously unbeatable King Amicus of Bithynia. It was during this journey that the seas raged against the Argonauts until the twins prayed to Poseidon to calm the seas. Jason 
When the storm calmed, stars appeared above their heads, and Poseidon had made them protectors of sailors and shipwrecked men. Castor and Pollux have two sisters, one of which is Helen of Troy. When she was young, beautiful Helen was abducted by Theseus, king of Athens. The twins again banded together and invaded the kingdom to rescue her. In revenge, they took Theseus's mother to serve Helen. As is the weakness for many heroes of legend, the undoing of Castor and Pollux begins when they fall in love. The brothers aspire to marry the daughters of the white horse, Phoebe and Hilera. However, both women were already betrothed to Castor and Pollux's cousins, Lynceus and Idas of Messenia. Castor and Pollux carried the women off to Sparta, wherein each had a son. And so, a feud was born between the cousins. One day, Castor and Pollux went on a cattle raid in Arcadia with their cousins, Idas and Lynceus. After the successful raid, the group gathered to celebrate the success and divided the cattle. As they rested for the night, Idas prepared a cow and chopped it into four portions. Then, giving each member a piece of the meat, Idas suggested a wager. Whoever eats their share first should get one half of the cattle, and the person who finishes second should have the other half. Castor and Pollux, feeling hungry and loving competition, happily agreed. Idas was said to be the greatest of all men, perhaps equal to Heracles himself. But, unbeknownst to the twins, Idas also had a mighty appetite. The brothers were biting into their meat when they noticed Idas had already bit half of his share in one bite. In a frenzy, they ate faster. But before they knew it, Idas not only ate his, but also his brother's share. The following day, Idas and Lysenius headed towards Messenia with their prized cattle and Castor and Pollux headed towards Sparta, empty-handed. The twins felt that they had been deceived by Idas and wanted revenge for the deception. Sometime later, Idas and Lysenius visited their uncle's home in Sparta the uncle was on his way to Crete, so he left Helen in charge of entertaining the guests, which included both sets of cousins. 
Castor and Pollux recognized the opportunity to exact revenge, made an excuse that justified leaving the feast, and set out to steal their cousin's herd. Not too long after, Idas and Lincius set out for home. In the meantime, Castor and Pollux had reached their destination. Castor climbed into a hollow tree to keep a watch as Pollux began to free the cattle. Lencius, whose eyes were as sharp as a bird of prey, stood on top of Mount Tegetus and spotted Castor hiding inside the oak. The brothers, closing in on Castor, crept closer and closer to the hollow tree, and Idas, with the might of Heracles, drove his spear right through the trunk of the oak tree, fatally wounding Castor. Then Pollux, hearing his brother's cries, bolted towards the woods. Idas and Lincius stood next to a large column and waited for Pollux. When Pollux arrived, Idas picked up one of the columns and hurled it at his chest. Pollux quickly dodged the oncoming marble missile and drove his spear into the ribs of Lentius. Before Idas could kill Pollux, Zeus hurled a fiery thunderbolt at Idas, killing him instantly. Pollux rushed to his brother Castor and found him still breathing, but knew his life was fading fast. Pollux held Castor in his arms and tearfully called to his father, Zeus. O oh, father, what end then shall there be of my sorrow? I cannot be in this world without my beloved brother. Zeus heard his son's pleas, then made an offer. My son, of these things I will give you a choice. If, on the one hand, you are willing to escape death, and live upon Olympus in company among the gods, there is a rightful place for you. But if in your brother's behalf you contend and are minded to share out your immortality, then half your life you must breathe beneath the earth and half in the golden abodes of heaven. Pollux, Unwilling to lose his brother, agreed to share his immortality with Castor. Zeus granted his son's request, and so, Castor and Pollux became the two brightest stars, forever immortalized in the constellation Gemini. And as emblems of immortality and death, they shared in the heavens and the underworld.